Welcome back to Time Out Podcast. I'm Tyler Bickle. And I'm Owen Bivard. In this episode, we'll be discussing the news about Maryland coach Mark Turgeon, as well as upsets that happened in March Madness. All right, so Maryland did win against the UConn uh, last Saturday, but they just got absolutely killed by Alabama. Jeez. I think the uh, final score was 96 to 77. That's pretty embarrassing. Woman did fare better. They won 164 against Alabama. Wow. So we got some redemption there, but Maryland, Maryland's men got absolutely hammered in that game. Yeah, I mean, Alabama was just hitting three after three. It was crazy. And Maryland just couldn't keep up. And I didn't think they they fared well, like, matching up-wise against sure. Alabama. And I, I didn't think they would – I didn't think they'd win the game, but I didn't think it would be that bad. I was thinking that, you know, they would at least keep it closer, especially after the defense they played against UConn. Sure. I was thinking they wouldn't let them score over 90 points. I mean – I was thinking more in like the 70, 80 range maybe, mm-hmm. but, you know, it is what it is. You well, got to move on. Yeah, Alabama had about five Steph Currys that were just raining down yeah, three after crazy. three. Really, but defense has been the stalwart of Maryland's like motto or however they carry themselves. Morsell, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. So obviously, I didn't think he played bad, but he's got to come through a little bit more on the defensive end and not let that offensive explosion by Alabama occur as much as it really did. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I mean he can't do it all himself, though. It's got to be all five guys. That's but, true. But, I mean, moving on, I think, so There there's news that you told me about, about yes, Mark so Turgeon. Yes, so apparently after the loss, there were some rumors that Mark Turgeon may be fired oh. before the tournament. Now... I think he assuaged some of those fears now that they won against the UConn, which was an upset. So what does that word mean? You said assuade. Can you um, define so that? So it means like... The slower people like It I. means he really convinced people that he was okay, okay, I guess, and that he could get the job done. Okay, thank so, you. So, yeah, he, that, helped, that was a good he helped out their fears, and they, they thought that he might be able to get the job. But it looks gotcha. like Mark Turgeon... Will move on from Maryland. Really? Wow. It says there's this report. Now, this is new. I don't know if it's completely accurate, but it says that he's possibly eyeing a Power Five job in the Midwest. Okay. So, so you can interpret that however so you the, want. Not the ACC and not the SEC. So probably mm-hmm. the Pac 12 or the Big 12. Yeah. One of the 12s. Something along those lines. If I were him, I'd just look for an open job, to be honest. Right. I wouldn't be picky. There's not many options on the market when you're about to get canned by your school as well. Right. So I wish the best for him, but I do think it's time to move on and really look for something new in a head coach. Uh, with I think we're really going to have to revamp this roster with Marcel leaving. Ayala is staying, and he was obviously our main offensive contributor. But we're going to need to work on recruiting. we got to get some new talent in there and uh, maybe maybe get a better seed than 10 and not have to face Alabama oh. as the number two. That's, that's a rough draw to get to the round of 16 in the Sweet 16. So I think, I think he did a pretty good job with the players he had sure. um, like over the, the years. But I, I also think he had to have 
played into the the like you know Maryland doesn't recruit that well. Mm-mm. There are a lot of local guys that choose to go other other places. Like Hunter Dickinson, do you know who that is? I don't. He is a center for Michigan. I believe. Oh, that's yes, yes, really. He's from here. He, I believe, he's from. Did he go to Dematha? I believe yes. Or, okay. He's from Virginia. He went to Dematha. So okay. He's from around here. You know, he was he was in talks with with Maryland, um, but broke. Broke those off and ultimately decided to go to, to Michigan. Sure. Um, but, like, you know, stuff like that. You know, Markel Fultz, they didn't get him. They didn't get Victor Oladipo either. Yeah. Um, so local guys, you know, they're not, they're, uh, they're not getting the local guys. Yeah, you hear there's actually been, like, a TV show that was produced saying the Bowie PG County area with the Matha is where all these NBA superstars come from because yeah. it's an absolute culture. Yeah, down there. Basketball is the thing that you do. So there are some superstars, as you were saying, that come through, but they don't go to Maryland or even Georgetown. Right. Like they need to be going here if they're from here. They can't be leaving and you expect to compete because Maryland does have great talent. But if they're going other places, then you're not going to be able to win the national championship right. or get to the final four. Right. So I feel like um, you know, it's not all Turgeon's fault, but he does play into the recruiting process. The head coach, if you look at Juwan Howard from Michigan, after he got ejected, actually, from the game in Maryland in the Big Ten tournament, people right. were saying, who wouldn't want to play for a coach like that that's standing up for their players and fighting for them? Which is why a head coach is really the symbol of the program being run. Uh, that is a good point. So if your head coach is inspiring and people want to play for you, then obviously you're going to have better recruits coming in every single year. Well, I would like to say Tur- in that in that little scuffle Turgeon did um he, you know, he told Juwan Howard not to talk to his bench because apparently that's what had been Yeah, I'm not out. saying he did. So Turgeon was also defending sure. his team too. So, but my point here is they need to recruit better. So maybe if that means bringing in a different coach, mm-hmm. maybe a more appealing, you know, coach that, you know, kids might want to play for. That that might be what they have to do because, you know, Maryland, the state of Maryland, not not the college, the state of Maryland is producing basketball talent. It's also producing football talent, but this isn't about football. Sure, it's producing basketball talent, but they're not staying home. They're going, you know, Michigan, Indiana is where Oladipo went. Washington is where Fultz went. So, yeah. you know, they need to they need to get some local guys because if they do, like I think they could be they could be scary. I think in the years to come, with Turgeon gone, hopefully there's some optimism within the program that they can build on the success of winning against UConn and hopefully turn this thing around. So there were nine upsets of um, double-digit teams in the first round. So teams with seeds 10 to 16 won nine times in the round of 64. That's That's, that's a really high number. Yeah. That's Really impressive. Uh, it should say something about the year of COVID and how yeah. teams adjusted to it and really ran a program right. and got to the tournament and then scrapped and clawed their way into winning a game against some top-tier teams, which is incredibly impressive. Right. And the first major upset that we saw was Oral Roberts beating Ohio State. Now that, that was – I'm sure that busted all these brackets. Oh, like, yeah. There are no perfect brackets anymore and anyone that picked them i don't know 
what they were thinking, but they were, yeah. they were pretty smart, Yeah, I guess. Um, so Oral Roberts beat Ohio State, the two seed. Right. Uh, there were only have been nine other teams as a 15 seed. That have beaten a two seed. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that was incredible in it, in it of itself. But then Oral Roberts beat Florida yeah, that was in the crazy. next round as well. And there have only been two teams that have gotten to the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed. Wow. So they're doing something they're right. They're still dancing. They're they still are dancing still dancing, too. you know. It's Maybe exciting. they'll get to the Elite Eight. That would be, be something. Uh, the next upset of sorts was the Oregon State game beating number five seed Tennessee. Right. Yeah, I had Tennessee losing this game. I had Oregon State winning. Really? Yeah, I did. I did not see this happening because Tennessee has pretty much always been a dominant program, I thought, in basketball. At least in women's, they're a lot they're a lot better in women's basketball. But yeah. still, like they're they're a basketball school. They're definitely not a football school. Sure. Um sorry, Peyton. But uh <laughs> yeah, so you know, I, I had them winning that. I believe they just won did they did they just win the Pac-12, maybe? I'm not sure. I think so. I think, I think that's they how did. they got into the tournament. Right. And then... Yeah. So I, I was just riding the hot hand. I thought they were still rolling. I but there, thinking... there is something to be said for teams that are a higher seed. They're playing their best basketball right now. That's how they get into the tournament. That is true. Yeah. Some of them, sure, they're in a bad conference, but they still won it. They still won the five straight games or whatever the number is to get into the, to get into the tournament. And then these five, four-seeded teams, you know, they had a great regular season, but maybe right. they're slumping going into it, which is why the teams riding this high are able to beat the teams that are slumping right now, which is really interesting if you think about it. Yeah, and then the next game where um, that was an upset was North Texas beat Purdue. And um, I had Purdue winning this game too. I, I Never even knew North Texas was a school. Apparently, this was a pretty popular upset pick, which really? I, had, I had no idea about. I would have liked to know that because I picked Purdue as well. Yeah. So North Texas did prevail, but they got killed by Villanova in the second round, 84-61. to 61. Sheesh. I mean, at yeah. least they got They're to the round of 32, anymore. but they are not dancing yeah. anymore. They got killed in that game. Now, Syracuse, you know who... Buddy Boheim, I don't know how to say his last name. Boheim, that's how you say it. Yeah. So he's the coach's son. Oh, man, coach's son. I mean, Ugh. you know, everyone, no one really likes hearing the coach's son. Oh, yeah. they're just getting playing time. You're just getting playing time because you're the coach's son. But this, in this case, he proved that he's not just getting playing time because he's the coach's son. Yeah, this kid is a he's, stud. He's good. He is very good. They beat uh, San Diego State. Which isn't really an upset. I had this upset here. I also had this upset. Mm-hmm. I thought Syracuse a few few years back, they got to the Final Four as well. I think uh, yeah. it was like five years ago. Maybe. But I remember uh, they have some athletes playing and they got yeah. a good coach. So they can do anything. And an 11 seed just got to the Sweet 16 because they beat West Virginia. West, shout out Clayton. He yeah. lost West Virginia. Unfortunately. Out of here. Out of here. They did lose. Outta Sorry, here. Clayton. Uh but yeah, Syracuse, they got good shooters. They got guys yeah. who can shoot the ball, space the floor. And Buddy the Elf, like, he was, yeah. he was balling. He's just tall and he can shoot. Buddy was balling. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he did not really play that well against West Virginia, but he was balling against San Diego yeah, State. Yeah, he, he was. Like, 30 points, whatever. He was shooting it from anywhere and everywhere. Uh, so, this, this next game, 
Ohio beat Virginia. Now, I didn't have this one. I didn't have this. In it's a fact, common theme. We do not have yeah, many of these upsets. We're not very intelligent when it comes to this. No, we see, we see like the lower seed, and then we assume, oh, they're going to win right. the game. But here's, here's something that I thought was interesting. So Ohio State and Ohio were in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, the two seed, and Ohio, the 13 seed. Now, most people would think, okay, if one of these teams is going to make it out of the first round, it would be Ohio State being the two seed playing Oral Roberts. Right. But they didn't. It was flipped. Ohio made it out of the first round, and Ohio State did not. So I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, when was the last time you could – off the top of your head, when could you tell me the last time Ohio was in the tournament? I could not tell you. I did not know Ohio was even really a school. I only knew about Ohio State because that's a pretty big school with big talent, big names, such as Justin Fields in the NFL draft. We won't touch on that. Chase Young. Chase Young. Yeah. The Washington football team. Yeah. So And Dwayne Haskins. Can't forget Dwayne. Dewey Haskins. So apparently, you know, it, it looks it looks like Ohio um is Ohio is a basketball school. And Ohio State is a football school, apparently. Right. Did you hear about the death threats that that kid got oh after losing the game? Oh my gosh, that was horrible. I felt horrible for him. No kid deserves Thoughts to and go prayers go that. out to, to the player that experienced that. You know, that's not that's not acceptable from anybody. So if you if you gave out those death threats and you're listening to this podcast right now, I really hope we do not condone your comments. We, we do not, and I hope you don't do that again. Yeah, okay? and you should probably be arrested. But we're not the police officers. We are so. not the police officers. Owen's dad is though. So oh, shout it, out, shout out, pops. He's, he's. I don't think he has jurisdiction over that. In, pops is the cops. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so UCLA beat BYU. This was an eleven six upset. I actually did pick this I game did too. as well. I did too. We were. Did you copy my bracket? I did not. Are you sure? I mean, you can't. So ESPN, you can't see the bracket yet, right? Until true. the games actually start. Now, I actually thought Michigan State would be in this game, and that's why I picked them over BYU. Uh, you just picked. Uh, gotcha. But in my mind, BYU is not from a good conference, which kind of goes against the point I was just making right. last time. But right. in my head, you know, this was. Wednesday night, whatever. I was thinking, well, BYU, they're from a bad conference. Right, yeah. They're they're rated too high, and yeah. Michigan State's going to roll over them. Now, it was UCLA this time, but I got the game right. Yeah. That's Congrats. That's really all that matters. And they did actually uh, win in the second round, too, to get into the Sweet 16. UCLA did, beating our next upset. Abilene Christian beat... Number three, Texas. Now, this is another state rivalry, right, yeah. which is not what you would expect. How many of you listeners knew that Abilene Christian was in the state of Texas? I had no idea. Really? Until they said it after the game. I didn't either. I had no clue. Um, I, had nor- I had Texas in my uh, final four. I did as well. I mean... Dude, I- you totally copied my All bracket. Right, well, I made like four different brackets, so at least in one of them. You okay. made 25, so don't even... I have to maximize my chances of getting... So I don't even know bracket. which one you're talking about. When my, you're saying, no, I have like a legit, like, this is my This bracket. is the perfect this one. This is the series Now, bracket. you did pick Oral Roberts as well, though, in one that of That was them, in right? like a, a different one, like just a... You just had cares, ESPN right. fill it out, and then yeah, they just had like that. random. Anyway, that, so back to the regularly scheduled program here. So Abilene Christian beat Texas one-point game. That was, that, was, that was so fun to watch. So, it really was. 
the free throw shooter who made the final two free throws to get him up by one point. He yeah. was their worst yes. free yeah. throw shooter. And he came in clutch. On the team. He's like a 53% free yeah, throw he shooter. He's horrible. But apparently he made the same thing in the state championship game in high school. So he's got ice in his veins, yeah. you know. He's cold. He's he, just he holding out for when, when he's got to make free throws, he'll make them. But oh, when he doesn't, sure. you know, when it's just the middle of the game, who cares? He doesn't. He's not trying. No, but so. when it really matters, he turns it on and he right. got the buckets. Now, unfortunately, they lost Yeah. in the second round. But they got there, and that's all that matters. okay. They got they farther Texas. than Texas. Yeah. Got farther than their main school yeah. in Texas. Now, moving on to the second round, this was really... I think maybe the biggest upset of the tournament so far, maybe not compared to Oral Roberts, but Loyola Chicago beating a number one seed in Illinois. Don't ever bet against Sister Jean. Especially on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. That was crazy. So they they blew him out, really. 71 to 58. It was... It came close in the second half, maybe. And then they pulled away. There was a time there I... that I thought Illinois might be sneaking in there, might might get it back. Because as a number one seed, you're thinking, well, they're going to— never out of it. Yeah, they're just going to turn it on, make some threes, you know, give it to the big man. They had a big, big dude yeah. down, the, down there in the post. But Loyola Chicago's big man. Oh, yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. His mustache, he's got it dude, all, man. He looked like an old man out there, but he was balling. I mean— He really was. If someone showed you a picture of that guy— I would not think that he played basketball. At all. At a D1 school, for that matter. Nope. Yeah. I mean, that's just incredible, like, that he's just balling out there on the court, doing it. And they won. And I think they're facing UCLA next in the Sweet 16. So that's a lot better matchup than Illinois, I will say. And they might possibly get into the Final Four again as an eight seed this year, not as an 11 seed in years past. That is true. So the next game, you know, we kind of touched on this. Syracuse, um, they beat West Virginia. Shout out again, Clayton. We uh, we know you're you're not doing well, you know, right now with West even Virginia, in your bracket with West Boston. Virginia losing. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's gonna be all right though. Um, so Oregon State beat Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham is at I fear. He is he the number one pick? Is, is I, this, I think he is. Is this really the guy? I I, mean, I was not impressed. I'll just say that. Really? Down the line, he made a few threes that I thought were kind of clutch. He brought the game a little bit closer. But in crunch time, now, granted, it was really just a game of free throws, which I think was upsetting to many people. But against Liberty in the first half, he made one he didn't even make a shot. He had yeah. one point in the first half. You can't have that if you're the number one pick in the draft. You got to be better. Right. Um, yeah, I I thought I thought Oregon State they just played better. Like sometimes the better team isn't always the higher seed. That's true. And so they just they just played better. And the the Beavers are on to the next round. So mm-hmm. you know these upsets they they definitely sur- surprised me. At least some of them did. Sure. Um, but, you know, I think in this next round, I think we're going to see some more that are going to be, like, jaw-dropping. Like, wow. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're excited to see what's going to happen in the Sweet 16. Obviously, our Final Four is completely... My bracket's toasted. Our bracket is busted, but we're looking forward to some more upsets and see what's going to happen in the rest of this tournament. Thank you for listening to this episode of Time Out Podcast. I'm Tyler Rickle. And I'm Owen Bivard. For more information about the podcast, you can visit our Instagram at time.outpodcast and our Twitter at time underscore outpodcast. Have a good rest of your day.